At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we've made this man wait too long. (laughs) Mark Drumheller. You hear him on Yahoo Sportsbook. You might see him on Sunday, Paige. He's going to be traveling the universe. Maybe stopping in Maryland. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. In fact, let's start there, Mark. You live in Philadelphia, correct? I do, yes. Uh, right outside of Philadelphia, so it's technically South Jersey. Why um, uh, Why would you be coming to the dump known as the DMV? DMV's a lot <laughs> I better. A, uh, I have a think. friend out in Virginia. It's going to be actually like two weeks. I think it's like the weekend of the 9th, I want to say, like in October. So I'll be out um, in Virginia and was thinking about, you know, hitting it on the way back. Okay, well, I love MGM National Harbor, and I love BetMGM. The only things that I like in this godforsaken place. Let me uh, tell you, though, before you make this trip, no Italian beef, not one Portillo's in sight, Mark. All right? So maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe rethink those weekend plans. Let's start with the NFL, and let's go with the Thursday night matchup because the Dolphins, man, now four-point dogs, uh, on the road, taking on the Bengals. The Bills just jumped to 4-2 against the Ravens as we speak. I saw that. The wow. total 47. What are your thoughts on this Miami-Cincinnati game? The Dolphins obviously 3-0 and this season. The Bengals finally get right kind of last week. Not looking good right now. Yet they're favored by four points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I haven't bet it yet, but it's, it's probably going to be Miami or nothing. I'm just not convinced that Cincinnati is um, back you know, after after playing the Jets. I, I think there's a lot of problems schematically in what they're doing. Um, you know, Ben Solak, uh, you know, had a great article in The Ringer just about how, like, they kind of tip off by their formations to the defense, whether they're running or passing, which is never a good thing, right? So, um, you know, they fixed some of that. You know, they had Burrow thrown from under center a little bit more against the Jets. But it just seems to me like an offense that just wasn't ready to hit the ground running this year and kind of, you know, they didn't really adjust, you know, in the off season. So, you know, when I look at them, you know, it's still, you know, 28th in the NFL in offensive success rate. So they have some work to do. Um, and, you know, I think this Miami team is playing with a lot of confidence. Um, you know, they're, they're a tough team to prepare for because obviously with McDaniel, you have a new coach, you have a new offense, they have a ton of speed. So um, I think they can give Cincinnati some problems. You just got to kind of wait it out and see what the injury report looks like for Miami because, you know, Tua obviously – really banged up, you know, is he going to be able to play? But, you know, the one thing to keep in mind, if he's kind of, you know, gives it a go, you know, they, they do have Bridgewater, who, you know, is obviously not, you know, as good as Tua, but 
he is a serviceable backup in the NFL, and he can win some games, and he's definitely won better as a lot of money in the past. So um, this could be another, you know, Teddy Covers situation if Tua can't go. You'll see that number even rise even more. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good spot with Miami. Absolutely could be a Teddy Covers kind of game if he plays. Mark, game that fascinates me this weekend is this Eagles-Jags game, Doug Peterson's return to Philly. Right now, Eagles minus six and a half. You know this team well. What's the vibe right now in Philly? Do you think Jacksonville can keep this game within the number? Yeah, I don't. I mean, listen, we're really excited in Philly, but again, it's three games, right? If you look, turn back the calendar to last year, you know, we were talking about San Darnold, comeback player of the year. Panthers were 3-0. and Cardinals were 3-0. and Kyler Murray. Everybody's flashing their Kyler Murray MVP tickets at this time last year, so we have a long way to go, but um, Philly looks dominant. Like the, the the improvements they made on both sides of the ball um, look really good. But you know, Jacksonville's playing very good as well. But when I handicap this game and why I bet the Eagles is, you know, when you look at the common opponent, like we saw what the Eagles did to Washington this weekend, and that's a team that Jacksonville struggled with in Week One. Now they hurt themselves a lot with penalties, but you know, Wentz was still able to throw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns against that defense. So that tells me that. You know, there, there's still a pretty significant gap between these two teams. So if you can get it under seven, um, you know, I think the Eagles are by at that point. What uh, I wanted to kind of get your sense on this Chargers-Texans game because we've got a Chargers team very banged up on both sides of the ball. J.C. Jackson hasn't been right. Obviously, the Justin Herbert injury is massive. The Rashawn Slater injury is also immense. Houston just keeps on chugging along, covering. The number has just dropped over and over again from six and a half all the way down to where it is now. Four and a half in Houston. Uh, would you do anything with this game? Is this a stay away for you? Is there any anything that you love? No, I mean, I don't love it, but I don't think you can ever love Houston, right? But I did bet it. So, uh, you know, I am on Houston at plus six. I think it's six and a half, but I got the six. And I, I think it's just the situation of where, like, you know, you can't win games if you don't have any of your star players. And that's really what we're dealing with with the Chargers. I mean, they have so many injuries. And Herbert obviously didn't look, you know, the same. And he's playing in a ton of pain. And, you know, now you have Bosa and you have Slater, which is massive, um, you know, being out for the year. So it's just a situation of where even if long-term the Chargers are able to overcome some of those injuries, which I hope they are because they're a team I was very excited about coming into the year, um, it, it's – when you have all these moving pieces and key positions in the offensive line, and it's just hard to get a lot of momentum offensively. So, um, you know, I, I think it's a game where the points are valuable with Houston. Uh, I did get it at six, and it's, again, I might not even watch it. I might just check the score at the end of the game and see if we, you know, fell within the number. But I am on the underdog here with the uh, plus six. We get a uh, Super Bowl rematch from two years ago. The Chiefs, man, this was two and a half. Now this is down to two. The Chiefs on the money line, only minus 130 going against the Bucks on the road and the total in the game, 45. How are you playing this one, Mahomes against Brady? Yeah, I, I just might get some popcorn and be a fan on this one, to be yeah. honest with you. I really, you know, both teams, obviously, ton of upside, but, you know, that Tampa Bay offense was tough to watch, you know, and I just think that both these teams are, are really not playing at their full potential um, haven't really dug too deep into this one, but it just seems like, you know, very close to like a coin flip game, you know, and it's, there's a lot of variance in what you can expect from the Tampa Bay offense. They get Mike Evans back, so they're going to be improved. Um, you know, he comes off the, the, the suspension, so that, you know, that gives Brady a weapon, but I, I just think this one is, 
it's tough to call. Like, I haven't bet it yet. Um, I don't know. Maybe if we get closer, I'll fire away. But these are two teams that I think are pretty tough to handicap at the moment. Mark, let's transition to college football. I want to get your thoughts on this Bama-Arkansas game. As we speak, the line keeps going towards Bama's favor. It's now 17-and-a-half, opened up at 14-and-a-half. We saw this in the Texas game, too. Bama opened up. I think it was like 17-and-a-half, and it closed at 21-and-a-half, and we know that they almost lost. Because we're seeing this line movement again, they're on the road again against a good Arkansas team. Do you almost tend to lean with Bama this time because you just figure that with that line movement that they wouldn't play a close game like they did against Texas again? Yeah, kind of. Like I, I think that it, here's the situation, and I, you know, I, I probably got away with one, right? But I, I mean, I was on Texas A and M last week, and, and yeah. the reason I was on them was you know, didn't play out on the field, right? I really thought that, hey, finally, like against this Arkansas secondary, which is very, very leaky, you know, I was like, hey, Max Johnson has to open it up, right? Jimbo has to, you know, let him push the ball downfield. And and we really didn't see that, right? So, you know, ended up cashing the ticket. We got the right bounce at the end. But, um, you know, the the issues for Arkansas secondary are still there, regardless of whether Texas A&M can take advantage. And and Alabama's a team that can with Bryce Young. Like Bryce Young, you know, really looks this – has looked like he's starting to get on page with his wide receiving core. Um, I think that they're going to score a big number here. I think Alabama, you know, you, you hate to lay over 17. You know, you kind of miss the number at this point. You're probably late there, but I think Alabama still decide. I think Alabama team total over when those drops is going to be something I'm going to be looking at just because I think that, you know, maybe the full game over as well, because I like what Arkansas is able to do on offense um, with Jefferson. I think he's playing well, pretty much higher than I anticipated. Uh, you know, coming into the season. So um, I think we could see both offenses move the ball with a lot of points, but ultimately I think Bama is going to be able to outgun them. But I would look at the overs. I would look at the team total over for Bama, yeah. full game over, and I would look at Bama laying the points in this one. Yeah. Let me ask you about this Pac-12 matchup, Washington at UCLA. Washington uh, has been very impressive with Michael Penix Jr. UCLA has sort of righted the ship. They're also 4-0. and UCLA getting three points at home now. The line has moved from, I think, one and a half now to three. Uh, what's your feeling on this game? Uh, total, by the way, 65 and a half. Yeah, this is another one where we're probably going to see some points, right? You know, I mean, you look at both offenses, you know, very good, very explosive. It's gonna, A lot of it's going to depend on how Chip decides to play, you know, with UCLA. Like, do they try and run the ball more at Washington and test them that way? But both secondaries, both defenses in a little bit of trouble from an injury standpoint. Washington's, you know, safeties are banged up. Um, UCLA has, you know, some injuries on the defensive line that Washington will be able to take advantage of. And also, you know, one of the things with UCLA coming into the season, which was a big concern, was, you know, the youth that they had in the defensive backfield, right? Their secondary, um, you know, they have two first-year starting cornerbacks that really haven't been tested to this point. And, you know, as we saw so far with Michael Penix Jr. and Kalen DeBoer's offense, they're going to be tested Friday night. Um, you know, it is a game on grass. So, you know, does Chip try and kind of like slow down the tempo and run it Washington and, and muck it up that way to kind of keep them close? I'm not sure. It's a very interesting game. I mean, if I were to lean one way, you know, I, I'm not sure at this point. Like, I'm kind of – the line tells me that this is UCLA, but I, I have to dig in a little bit more just because, you know, I, I think both defenses are going to struggle. I think we're going to see a lot of points. It's going to be your typical Friday night Pac-12 after dark mayhem. So, I'm excited for the game. Haven't bet it yet, but probably leaning towards UCLA here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bet UCLA, Mark. I bet it. And the hook's gone. Are now. you on it? Oh, yeah. Hop on yeah. It. I'll I, pop I, it in once we get done. What, what number did you get? I like, well, it was three and a half. And now the three at MGM, bet MGM is minus 115. I'm fine with the three, though. I think UCLA wins this game, to be honest with you guys. And I love everything I've seen from Washington. I knew I was going to because Jimmy Lake was, let's be honest, probably the worst coach in college football history. Right there with yeah. Scott Frost. Sorry, Cam. Uh, he's canned. Michael Penix looks like it's three years ago at Indiana. But I like UCLA in this spot at home. Let me ask you, um, before we let you go, actually, because we only got about two minutes, actually, Mark, what are your favorite plays in college football? Maybe anything you didn't get to. Yeah, I really haven't uh, fired on anything yet. Like, I'm kind of, like, waiting that there's a couple I'm looking at. One of them is the Duke-Virginia under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have to keep track of the weather, right? That's a big thing, you know, with the hurricane coming through. A lot of these games are getting moved or postponed. Um, I like that. Like I said, I'm leaning towards UCLA. The Tulane Houston over. I think it's about in the low 60s. Um, Houston's a team that's been over consistently each week. Um, you know, that's a total I'm looking at. And also, I think, you know, uh, you know, Florida State, I love them. Norvell, it's been, you know, a hell of a ride so far. But, you know, laying a key number of seven against Wake Forest seems to be pretty rich. So, um, you know, don't know if I want to trust Wake Forest coming off that big win, but that's another spot I'm looking at. Yeah, man, I just can't believe where that number is at. I, I really can't. And, I mean, Florida State, they're heading in the right direction. But now a touchdown favorite over a good yeah, team. It's a lot. That's like, crazy, they're growing up man. pretty quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Good luck this weekend. If you run into PJ, bring a sock full of quarters and whack them with them. <laughs> I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding, Peach. That's Mark Drumheller, Yahoo Sports Buck. I'm just kidding, dude. Ryan is out of control. Tonight. He what? is out of control. Did you, when he said it, when you run into Peach, did you have any idea what was coming had next? Absolutely no idea. That could have been anything from Lisa Ann to a sack of quarters. <laughs> Nothing in between. Anything, anything in between. <laughs> I wanted to go somewhere with that, but you know what? I'm just going to leave it alone.